The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown as you begin the show with the General Cigar Dave. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, every year, right before the 5th of May, we enjoy special maneuvers. Now, I want to make it very clear that as we get ready to celebrate Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers, there were no illegal aliens that will be used or are being used in the production of today's outstanding, exceptional Alpha Pleasure Maneuver broadcast. We did not slip anybody through. We checked everyone's papers, including Samadier Dave, including Tommy D from Davidoff, including our new mixologist Carly, Sergeant Steve. Even I brought my passport. I am legal as well. Everybody you hear today is 100% legal. We didn't climb any fences. We didn't cross the Rio. We are legal, and we are celebrating tequila tasting maneuvers in no way, shape, or form do we endorse illegal aliens or crossing the border here on the Cigar Dave Show. Long hash greetings and salutations. A long hash snappy salute. Semper delictatio. Always pleasure. Long live the alpha. Make America great again. I just know I'm probably going to hear from some illegal alien or correction, as they like to say politically correct, undocumented immigrant. Undocumented immigrant, my ass. They're illegal, and we don't want them here. End of discussion. I sound like Don Rickles, don't I? I my ass. And I, by the way, I've got a great Don Rickles link that I will tell you about. I found a Don Rickles monologue on Saturday Night Live that heretofore had been hidden. I found it. I've been watching it over and over. It's that good from like 1973, or maybe it was 1977, somewhere in the 70s, but we'll get to that in a little bit. But as always, uh, I remind you to follow us on social media 24-7. Go to CigarDave.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and any other future social media site that will be developed. As always, it is my pleasure to welcome for our special libationary tasting maneuvers, tequila, I was going to say Tequila Dave, but it is Samadier Dave. But, but I love the Mexican hat. You look uh, like, you know, like the Frito Bandito. Senior Dave, long ashes to you. We are so happy to be here today to talk tequila, one of my favorite beverages to consume, and I really have some excellent tequilas to talk about. El Himidor, Hiradora, and I brought this wonderful tequila brand champion from Braun Foreman to talk about it. If I didn't see your papers, I'd really think you were an illegal alien. See. <laughs> and for the first time ever joining us front and center, we've got the tequila brand champion, or Brown Foreman in the state of Florida. We've got mixologist Carly. Welcome. 
Hi, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here today, talk a bit about tequilas. And we've got tons of tequilas we'll be enjoying, as well as some great uh, mixology concoctions that you are going to come up with, including, let me bring it out here, we've got the, ult I like this, the Ultimate General. Yes. Clearly you did your homework, Carly. We also brought you some presents, too. Oh, excellent. Outstanding. <laughs> uh, what are their names? Females uh, from Mexico. <laughs> I want to make sure they're legal, though. Uh, the, add them to the harem. The General's Mule, a classic margarita. The Texas Two-Step, don't mess with Texas, and a tequila teeny. So, we've got that. And what's in the bag? Some little goodies for you. I heard ah. you're a big hairdryer fan, so I wanted to bring you some prizes. Oh, let's see here. We've got, this looks like a scarf. El yes. Himidor soccer scarf. <laughs> you realize we live in Florida where it's 110 degrees on average year Hey, round. we're now a sponsor <laughs> of Orlando City Soccer, so we have to represent and have a soccer scarf. Soccer? That's for we play football in the United States. Just kidding. All right, that's and this for when is, you go back to Buffalo. Oh no, this Dave. is yeah, that's true. I go in the summer, Samadhi Dave. Oh, I'm smart. I do go. not go back during the winter months. Come on. And what do we have here? This is a Haradura, like a little a little tumbler cup, tumbler so it cup. keeps it hot and cold very for a nice. couple hours. We've got a uh, very cool cap. Order oh, a hat. Outstanding. When I cross the border illegally, that'll work out great. <laughs> and we've got a ah, very nice a little tequila shot, Aradura uh, yeah. shot glass. And we have a black book. Yep, a little black book just for you. Keep for all hair. your secrets. Ah, uh, let's see. Let's let me start on the notes on mixologist Carly here. <laughs> Gave me presents, potential to add to the harem. Very good. Well, thank you so much. That's You're very welcome. nice. And uh, yes, this is what the, the soccer players, the scarf they wear yep. all around. Yep. Very good, outstanding. And as always, we've got the general manager of the Davidoff of Geneva Lounge here in the Cigar City of Tampa, as well as the vice president of spirit procurement for all of Corona Cigars in the Davidoff store here in Tampa, Tommy Diadio. Tommy D, good to see you again. It's a pleasure being here. So if you've ever never been out to the store, it's 5,000 square feet of pleasure. Man cave here. And it's much more pleasurable, of course, when I conduct pleasure maneuvers Yes, here. it is. Outstanding. And I should say, you've got a very special bottle in front of you mm -hmm. of tequila we will be sampling. And uh, I understand this is the equivalent of Pappy Van Winkle of tequila. That's what they tasted it with, the Van Winkles, and that's what he said with the 23. Well, if, <laughs> if Van Winkles tasted it, mm -hmm. then we should be good to go. Although I think their, their area of expertise is primarily bourbon, but... Tequila, bourbon, not that much. There's a lot of similarities, and we'll get to that a little bit. But first of all, let's talk about what is Cinco de Mayo. Everybody thinks, there's a misconception, everybody thinks Cinco de Mayo is Mexican Independence Day. It is not. It is Spanish for 5th of May. And not coincidentally, the celebration is held on May 5th to observe and commemorate the Mexican army's victory over the French forces at the Battle of Pueblo, Puebla on May 5, 1862, under the leadership of General Ignacio Zaragoza. You like how I said that, by the way? Oh, Zaragoza. It, you got to sound, sound alpha on that. But really, when you think about Cinco de Mayo, it is nothing more. It's just an excuse here in the United States and really around the world to have another party, a day of yes. celebration. When you think of St. Patrick's Day, you don't have to be Irish. When you are celebrating Cinco de Mayo, you don't have to be Mexican. You don't have to be illegal. You can just enjoy it for what it is. Have some Mexican food. Although, I was just thinking about this. 
Why would you want to refry beans if they weren't good the first time? <laughs> they fried the first time and they didn't turn out well. Why would you want to refry them a second time? I can't answer that one. No. I don't have it. No. And actually, uh, in honor of Cinco de Mayo, I would pr I'll, I'd probably go and get some authentic Mexican cuisine over at Taco Bell. There you go. Which has been confused for the Mexican phone company as well. Uh, but there's really no, you don't really, it doesn't, people think that, Cinco de Mayo or St. Patty's Day, you're celebrating. It's really become an excuse to party, Somalia, Dave. Sure. Everybody takes the time off or at least for lunch goes to their local restaurant and just have a couple margaritas, some, like you say, tacos or other foods, and just have a good day and then call in sick the rest of the day. Now, the cool thing, Somalia, Dave, just like St. Patrick's Day this year, the Cinco de Mayo, the 5th of May, falls next Friday. Correct. Okay, now think about this. Two of the celebratory holidays where people enjoy libations, enjoy food, yes. both fell on a Friday. I move that both of these holidays should be, I don't care what day, they, what the, March 17th fall, or, right. or, or if the 5th of May, they should both be moved to the Friday, the closest Friday. That way you can really get in the spirit, you can leave work early, enjoy yourself, you don't have to worry about getting back. I think that would be uh, outstanding. Correct. We in the beverage industry would love to see that happen also, plus the restaurateurs, because you look at it, people are going to start on Thursday night through Sunday afternoon. That's a big hit, right, Tommy? Oh, yeah. That's, that'll be a big weekend, St. Patty's sure. Day weekend and Cinco de Mayo weekend. Big drinking weekends to where you get a lot of push, a lot of pull through the uh, restaurants and the food brokers also. Absolutely. A lot of food. Everybody's celebrating. So mm -hmm. let's talk, Somalia Dave, about tequila. What is tequila? Very simply, it is a regional-specific name for a distilled beverage made from the blue agave plant primarily in the areas surrounding the city of Tequila, which is 40 miles northwest of Guadalajara in the highlands of Los Altos of the central western Mexican state of Jalisco. And only blue agave plants may be used to make tequila. Yes, yeah, it, the main thing is you don't really make tequila outside of this region. You can make bourbon out of the bourbon area in Kentucky. You can't make scotch out of Scotland. You can't really make Irish whiskey out of Ireland. And again, this is the same with tequila. Tequila is not a grape. It's not a malt. It's not a grain. It's a plant that they harvest and they either steam or they cook to make this beautiful beverage. And it's a lot like grapes. If you grow it in the flat lowlands that gets a lot of water, your agave that you're going to create the tequila out of isn't as good as quality as that that is grown in the highlands that has to stress to get its energy. Is the blue agave plant similar to the aloe plant? Does it look yes. similar? Yes. It's very similar to it and all. And, and when we talk about uh, blue agave, one of the byproducts is a, a just a wonderful, sweet type of, almost like a maple syrup, yes. but far better. It's actually better for you because it has a lower glycemic index, and I know you've given me bottles of it. Yes. It's outstanding. Yes, uh, that's what a, a lot of the distilleries do. You know, it is so expensive to make the basic beverage that you're trying to do. So with the refuge, you're either selling it off for cattle feed, or in this part, they're making agave nectar for to be made with uh, margaritas or to be used with tea or coffee or something is a sweetener. 
Outstanding. Well, we will continue our discussion, our Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers today. We'll talk about the different types of tequila, how tequila is made. We will talk about some of the great brands. We've got some great tequila uh, tastings we'll be conducting and some great tequila concoctions that mixologist Carly will be creating for us. We are celebrating Cinco de Mayo again. We're not celebrating, it's not Mexican Independence Day. We're not celebrating illegal immigration here on the Cigar Dave Show. We're just using it as another way to enjoy distilled spirits, great libations, and have a party. And we will continue Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers front and center around the corner. The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is the Gurkha 125th Anniversary Cigar. This medium-bodied stick is made in honor of its 125th anniversary. This Gurkha cigar features an oily Cubra Brazilian Habano wrapper accompanied by an Ecuadorian Habano binder and a complex combination of Nicaraguan, Brazilian, and Dominican fillers. Not a member of the Officers Club? Get premium cigars shipped directly to you every month by signing up today at Cigar Dave.com. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. The April 2017 Officers Club selection is the Gurkha 125th Anniversary Cigar. It is a fantastic cigar with loads of richness, loads of taste, loads of boldness. It features an oily Cubra Brazilian Habano wrapper accompanied by an Ecuadorian Habano binder and a complex combination of Nicaraguan, Brazilian, Dominican fillers. It is medium to full-bodied, smooth, nice hints of spice and vanilla. Just a wonderful cigar. Now, if you are not a member of my Officers Club, what the hell are you waiting for? Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and join. Get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars every single month, $22.95 shipped to you. We've got all sorts of brands and flavor profiles this month, the April 2017 selection. A winner, the Gurkha 125th anniversary. CigarDave.com slash Officers Club. Join now. Pull out your sombreros. It's Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers on the Cigar Dave Show. Is this not called La Cucaracha? Yes, La Cucaracha. Very nice. And by the way, Tommy, you can get off the 
table and stop dancing with your Mexican sombrero. It's really not becoming of you here at the Davidoff of Geneva Lounge since 1911. All right, we continue with Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers. The general, the uh, your commanding alpha front and center, along with Samadier Dave, we've got mixologist Carly, the tequila brand champion for Brown Foreman in the state of Florida. And we've got Tommy Diadio, Tommy D, front and center. Now, we talked about, started talking about tequila as we celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Now, tequila, there is a misnomer, would you not say, Carly, where people think, oh, I'm going to drink tequila, and I'm just going to get sick, and I'm going to be hungover. And part of that is because many people go to the beach, they're on vacation, they drink uh, margaritas by the gallon, they're outside in the sun, they don't realize how much they're drinking. That's what causes them the excess drinking, not the tequila itself. Absolutely. I think everyone has a story, whether it was back in college or a crazy night they had out with some friends, but everyone has their stipulations behind tequila and it's just understanding really what you're drinking. Um, there's actually a difference between tequila and 100% agave. Um, and that's where the excess sugar and other things are mixed in, which is considered tequila mixto rather than 100% Blue Weber agave tequila. Well, and when you are, and I say this, you know, you're out on vacation, you're on the beach, you're hot, you get dehydrated, you're thirsty. So you say, okay, I'm going to have a, a margarita, and it's sweet. Mm -hmm. It's it's really like drinking lemonade almost. Yep. It just has that taste. People don't, re and they serve them in these gigantic cocktail glasses. So the next thing you know, you've down probably the equivalent of maybe eight shots, ten shots. Easily. In, Absolutely. you know, a short amount of time, and that's what causes you to get sick. I personally... Like, uh, I find that tequila is so good when you get the fine tequila. It's, uh, you can just put it in a snifter and snip it uh, and, 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 uh, and drink it or sip on it just like it was bourbon or single malt scotch. Absolutely. And we have um, amazing sipping tequilas with uh, Casa Heredera. And um, El Jimador is kind of a brand that's great for mixing with those cocktails. And um, you guys will obviously get to sample them in a little bit. Yes, we I'm shall. I'm excited to show you. Now, Mexican law states that tequila can only be produced in the state of Jalisco and limited municipalities in other Mexican regions. Tequila most often made at 38% alcohol or 76 proof for domestic consumption, but can be produced between 62 and 110 proof per U.S. law Tequila must contain at least 40% alcohol or 80 proof to be sold in the United States. And when we look at some of the history of tequila, first produced in the 16th century near the location of the city of Tequila, a fermented beverage from the agave plant known as pulp was consumed in pre-Columbian central Mexico before European contact when the Spanish conquistadors ran out of their own brandy they began to distill agave to produce one of North America's first indigenous distilled spirits. Samadhi, Dave, when we think about distilled spirits, you can distill anything. Sure. So they ran out of the Spanish conquistadors, ran out of their favorite brandy. Correct. They came up with something here in the United States. The really, the, I think the indigenous spirit is what initially was rye. Right. then became bourbon, be, bourbon because of the corn available in the United States. And if you think about it, the ones that came into the Central America area or in the southern part of the United States, what's down there is sugar cane. So when they distilled it, they made rum, they made tequila, 
over in the western part of the North American continent. Up further north, as you go into the United States, it was rye. So whatever was available at the time is what they were going to distill because they wanted an alcoholic product for beverage or for trade. You think of all the people that made it to sell it for trade. Well, in uh, around 1600, Don Pedro Sanchez de Tagle, the Marquis of Altimera, began producing tequila at his first factory uh, in modern-day Jalisco. And then Don Zenobia Sousa, founder of Sousa Tequila, and the municipal president of tequila from 1884 to 1885, was the first to export tequila to the United States and shortened the name from tequila extract to just tequila. And when you think about tequila now, many are family-owned brands, but most are owned by larger corporations. Sure. Over 100 distilleries make over 900 brands of tequila in Mexico. Over 2,000 brand names have been registered. And each bottle of tequila contains a serial number depicting in which distillery the tequila was produced, which I find uh, very unique. You don't really see that in other beverages or well, other you'll see that with cognac. You'll cognac, see, yes. You'll see that with the wines, whether it's out of Burgundy or your German laws, your Italians, whether it's out of the uh, whatever area the, they're actually making the wine from. So it's really the government involved there. Between the United States, when you're talking wine, it's catch as catch can. You can play around with the laws. But the whiskey makers in the United States are pretty strict to what they can do. All right, let's talk about the production of tequila. The agave plant, uh, they almost look like small little palm trees that yeah. don't grow, they just grow out of the ground. They don't, mm -hmm. they don't have, you know, a big trunk. Uh, and they trim the quijotes, so the, I believe that's the correct uh, name for that, um, which grows from the center of the plant. And they want the plant to fully ripen, and they basically harvest the piñas, transported ovens where they're slowly baked to break down their complex fructans into simple fructoses or sugars. And then the piñas are either shredded or mashed under a large stone wheel called a tajona. The pulp fiber is then used as compost or animal feed, but the extracted agave juice poured into large wooden or stainless steel vats to ferment. And that begins the process of the process. tequila. And then they go ahead and they'll age it, you know, depending on how they want to make it, whether it's a Blanco, a Reposado, an Añejo. And now as Tommy's got some delicious tequilas here at Davidoff, you got your extra Añejos, which right. are going three to five. You got one seven years. That's amazing. But you, you can, for tequila, they can be uh, fermented either in stainless steel tanks. Yeah. Or, cement. Or, or cement. Or yeah. wood barrels. Yeah. Anything. Yeah, anything. There's no law uh, it, it, no, regarding No, it's the tequila. time frame of the fermentation. Okay, when we come back, we'll conduct the National Cinco de Mayo Cigar Litation and Libation Ceremony, and then we will talk about the different types of tequila, because you can go everything from a basic Blanco all the way up to an aged tequila that's just like sipping fine whiskey or bourbon. You need to add some alpha to your Facebook news feed. By following The General, you'll get the latest intel in the world of cigars, info on the show each week, and see what The General is smoking. Click like at Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave.
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean Basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. is ready with tamales and more it's cinco de mayo tequila tasting maneuvers on the cigar dave show what an appropriate song tequila to play as we conduct cinco de mayo tequila tasting maneuvers Samadier dave we've got uh, mixologist carly tommy diadio tommy d of uh, davidoff and corona cigars as we come to you front and center from the davidoff of geneva store and lounge in the cigar city now, Sommelier Dave, as we look at different types of tequila, just like different uh, types of bourbon and different types of uh, scotch, there are various ways of aging. There's very color variations. So let's go through the types of tequila, starting off with Blanco or white. Yeah, Blanco is just the basic juice that's come being created. It's either in a stainless steel or a neutral oak barrel, or they, some poor distillers will do it in cement casts. And it's usually under two months. But it's pretty much unaged. Yeah, not, two not months is nothing. just right. to settle it down to get it to level out basic stuff. All right, so we have the, and why don't you tell us, first of all, mixologist Carly, about the El Jimador brand. So El Jimador brand was actually started um, by Casa Heredura as a special edition tequila to honor the Jimadors, who are the people that cut the agave plants. I thought the Jimadors were what you stored cigars in. <laughs> <laughs> Not Jimadors, Jimadors. Ah, Jimadors, okay, there we go. Um, but this is a number one selling 100% blue agave tequila in Mexico, um, and like I had said, it was launched as a special edition tequila, but it did so well in the market that they made it a permanent um, line. Um, and with uh, El Jimador, 
it's fermented naturally with the wild yeast that actually grows from the citrus trees that are on the Casa Herradura estate. Um, so just like Herradura, it's fermented in these open vats um, and just the natural airborne yeast is what causes the fermentation process. So it's completely a completely unique um, way to ferment the product. Most people actually have to go and get like a lab made yeast and manage the fermentation in heat and closed um, barrels or vats. Um, but with Casa Herradura, we just let the natural yeast from the um, estate kind of do its its work. And it's pretty magical, I now, have to say. Uh, so this uh, is the number one selling brand in Mexico. Yes. above. Blue Weber, 100%. Blue Agave. Yep. Uh, was this brought here legally, by the way? It was. Did it cross the border legally? Okay. It was. Now, the aroma <laughs> on this El uh, Himador Blanco, very citrusy, very yes. sweet, very floral. Very nice. crisp. Yeah, crisp, yeah, it's but very, very pleasant. Yeah, very pleasant. Very yep. nice. And there's uh, no resting no resting period on this one. So um, industry standards actually for Silver Blanco don't require any form of resting. So as soon as this is distilled, they it's just bottled. They bottle it. Yep. All right. So let's say... Cheers on that. Take a sip. That's very pleasant. Yes, it is. You taste the citrus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you yeah. really do. Yeah. And it's Ooh. there's very little heat. No, yeah. very, very smooth. What do you think, uh, Tommy very, D? Very light. Very light. Yeah. This is the first time you've had it? Yeah. I've never had any of these. Very, very nice. Yeah. Somalia, Dave, this is uh, yeah. excellent. Uh, suggested retail for the El Himador Blanco. When you're looking at it, like $20 a bottle, $19 a bottle. Pretty reasonable. But that's for a 750 milliliter. Now, mixologist Carly, what would you use Blanco for? For margaritas, those kind of drinks Absolutely. when you're doing mixing? Um, El Himador Blanco is perfect for a margarita, and that's that's how we, we suggest that you drink it, is with a margarita or even a Paloma, which is um, a grapefruit, and um, it's a citrus-based drink. It's actually Mexico's number one selling drink is a Paloma, not a margarita. Wow. Um, and it's made with usually squirt. Um, which is kind of like a Sprite. I remember the name yep. Squirt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Very popular in Mexico. And yes. then um, some grapefruit juice and our tequila, El Jimador Blanco. All right. Jeez. Squirt. Remember Tab? That was <laughs> yeah. before Diet Coke. That was horrible. <laughs> horrible. Ooh. And uh, I'm trying to think what else. Um, RC, Fresca. Fresca. There's another yeah. one. Fresca's back, yeah. but oh, different yeah. than the original. That's right. Uh, all right. So next up, we go from Blanco to Oro, or Hoven, which is young or gold. Uh, essentially, that's unaged silver tequila that may be flavored with caramel coloring, oak extract, or a sugar-based syrup. Not really very big in no. the United States. No. no. All right, so next up, we're going to move to Reposado. What is Reposado? Well, that just means rested. It's tequila that's been rested over two months, but under a year, somewhere in that line where you're trying to get a little of the extract of the wood. Usually it's in oak cask, trying to get some of the oak into it, maybe a little bit of astringency in that. So just like a bourbon, you're yes. going to get some of the oak taste, the wood mm -hmm. in there. Now, get a little vanilla have, sometimes. Do they have to use, in the United States, for bourbon, you have to use new charred oak barrels? Yeah. There is no limitation. No. no. Not that I know of where there's any parameters of what has to be used on the now, I would say because El Himador is owned by Brown Foreman, which owns Jack Daniels and Woodford there Reserve and Old yep. Forster, I would venture to say they probably recycle some of those barrels because yeah. you can't reuse them for yeah. bourbon in the United States or Tennessee whiskey. I would venture to say they make their way south. They sure. do. 
sure, that would be a lot cheaper to do unless they've got a source somewhere else going over to Europe, whether it's scotch, where they can really sell them off to get more money out of them. But if they need to, they'd go to Mexico, sure. All right, so we'll say cheers on this one. You're going to like this. This is very nice. got some nice wow, flavor to it. Wow, that's definitely got yeah. some yeah. sharpness, some spice yeah. to yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Definitely got some of that woody tang to it. Sure. Yeah, it's got a little peppery mm-hmm. notes of pepper on this Reposado. Yep. Spice, fruit, wood, Yeah, vanilla. very different complexion than the Blanco. Yes, yeah. definitely. That aging. And what is the suggested retail for the El Jimador Reposado? It's the same. It's $19, maybe 20 18 depending on where you're hearing this. So no difference, even though they age it two months to a year. Yeah, no. Very interesting. You find that with a lot of yep. the producers, they'll do it straight line. Their Blanco, or they'll some will call it silver, Blanco silver for in Reposado's line price. Definitely noticeable taste yeah. differences. Yeah, it's all barrel. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely get the barrel, not as much citrus. Really get a lot of that, that woody, that charred oakiness. Mm-hmm. Now, just in the world of cigars, we've got Añejo, the Arturo Fuente Añejo, mm-hmm. which means aged or vintage. In tequila, there is the next step up is Añejo. Correct. The Añejo, it's over a year, but under three years. Here's where you're trying to make a little bit of a statement with your tequila to try to be poignant about the flavor profile you're trying to put out into the market. So one to three years aging also yes. in in small oak barrels. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to look at this, just the aroma. You can see in the color, it's a little yeah. darker. Yeah. From Caramel smell. Yes. That have, have, that's exactly what I was, I was gonna say. We'll say cheers. Wow, that's smoother. Not as sharp, not yeah. as peppery yes. as the um, Reposado. That's where you were talking about putting in a snifter. Right. With the right cigar, you Perfect. could sit out back in your veranda or yeah. Lanai or somewhere on the beach or something here in Florida. This is beautiful sipping. Now, whiskey. I get the sweetness of the Blanco. Yeah. I don't get the pepperiness of the Reposado, but I do get a lot of those nice caramel, mm-hmm. cinnamon, cinnamon flavors. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah. very nice. Yeah. So it's amazing the difference going from the Reposado two months to a year, going from one year to three years. Yeah. This yeah. one is aged for one year. This is one months. year. Yep. So it's not, and I think that's the key. If it were in there two or three years, you'd definitely have a lot more right. of that wood, but that's just the right amount of time Correct. to get these wonderful flavors on me. Yeah, it is. And it's around $35. So there's a bump due to the fact it's sitting in a barrel longer. I mean, this is a phenomenal... Yeah. This is the type of tequila that, to me, could replace a cognac. Not replace a cognac, but you could taste, you could sip similarly to a cognac, put it in a snifter while you're having a cigar. This would go great with a Maduro because of the sweetness. I think a nice Maduro. What do you think, Tommy D? Oh, yeah, definitely. That would be perfect. All right, next up, we go from Añejo to Extra Añejo or Extra Age. Yes, that's going to be a minimum of three years in oak barrels. And it runs. As Tommy's got the one, you said seven years. Actually, this one's five, but five I have some that are seven. Had, yeah, you brought it over. So it's depending on the producer, what he's really ultimately trying to do and make the statement. Because the longer it's in the barrel, to me, it gets a dry feel for my mouth and all that. So it's a statement, but it's three years and above. What is the proof on these different El Jimadors, the Blanco? The Reposado and the Añejo that we sampled. You're looking at 80 proof. 80 proof for yeah, the right Añejo. down the they're line. All, so they're all the 80 all the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so 40% alcohol by volume. Yeah. Very, very, very pleasant. So, again, recapping different types of tequila. We start off with the Blanco White, which is unaged. As soon as it is distilled, boom, 
goes right into the bottle. Um, age, but it has to be aged less than two months. Mm -hmm. That is number one. Now we're going to skip over Aura because that's really flavored and we're not really talking about that. Then you go to Reposado, which is rested, which is aged a minimum of two months, but less than a year in oak barrels of any size. Then we go to Añejo, which is aged a minimum of one year, but less than three years in small oak barrels. And then extra Añejo, which is a minimum of three years. And that was fairly recently that that category was established going back uh, just about 11 years ago, March of 2006. So that's yeah. a recent uh, addition to the lineup of types and styles of tequila. Yeah, when you look at it, the American consumer doesn't necessarily have all this information in his head when he looks at a shelf and he sees Reposado, Añejo, Extra Añejo. He sees price points, and then he's a little confused, like, why does this cost that much more. So it took time for the Mexican government, the producers, to feel confident that they could put together something older than three years and have people buy it on a regular basis. Now, Samanye, Dave, we look at bourbon, huge resurgence, renaissance, explosion in popularity over the last uh, really 10 years or yes. so. Yeah. Are we seeing the same thing in tequila? Has the American market uh, accepted now and and consuming tequila in larger quantities than They before? are not necessarily drinking your front line, like your Cuervos or your basic salsas and that. Margaritas are the number one specialty drink in any restaurant. But where you're seeing a big bump and increase is in these extra añejos, these añejos. Yes. People are coming to places like Tommy has to offer here. They're sitting at the bar. They're not going to drink four margaritas what they'd rather do is have two to three really nice sipping yeah. tequilas and they're not going to do it with a blanco or yeah. repo they'll do it with an añejo or an extra añejo yeah, so that's the growth right and i think dave will tell you in the last like five six years yes. these licensed names of tequilas have has basically it, doubled yeah exploded yeah everybody's coming out with their añejo or extra añejo uh carly can talk about what we've brought here with huradura some of their ultra yeah which we will get to oh, in just unbelievable. a little bit but for now, we really, by tasting these three, the El Jimador Blanco, the Reposado, and the Añejo, we really have gotten a very nice profile of the different types of tequila. And for those of you that this weekend would like to celebrate Cinco de Mayo or next weekend, sure. what I would suggest that you do is, even if you know nothing about tequila, you could do a vertical tasting where mm -hmm. you pick a brand and you, you pick the Blanco, the Reposado, the Añejo, or you can mix and match. You may say, you know what, I want to try that El Jimador Blanco. I may want the Salsa Reposado, or I may want the, uh, oh, I don't know, the 1800 Añejo. And that'll give you a very unique way to taste the different styles. So you sure. really know that you can discern the differences and the nuances between the aging and the various sure. types of tequilas. You know, something else along that line, Malagro, not only do they have their... Blanco, Reposado, and Yeho, but they also do single barrel, like Jack Daniels yeah. does Correct. a single barrel. We love barrel. Malagro. So, and the, and the, exactly, the they're are phenomenal. The so what you might want to do is buy their regular, which is a blend of the barrels, and then a single barrel, and just see why there's yeah. such a difference between the two. I like sticking one line and yeah. going up the line, like you yeah, said. Yeah, you can do a nice vertical yes, tasting. Sure. So that's what I would suggest. And the nice thing is, you know, I would get 
six, eight people. And mm -hmm. I think we, the total cost, we said, what, each bottle is, what? Uh, 20 bucks, 20 bucks, and, and 35. 35 so. so $75 between six. Everybody puts in 20 yeah. bucks. So I'll tell you what, make it 40 yeah. get some steaks. Exactly. Get a Bring your own cigars, yeah. and then you can have a nice little sampling sure. and tasting, and you've got yourself a great evening of entertainment. And then when we go into Hiradori, you're going to see the up on yes. the quality going from El Himidor, which shows very well. And then you're going to go up to Hiradora, which will show even that much nicer. Well, all of these El Himidors are all very approachable. Yes. Nothing is going to bite you. Nothing no. is going to be so overpowering right. and so bold or spicy where you're going to say, whoa, that really knocked me down. Correct. This isn't like drinking a uh, you know 110 or 120 proof <laughs> bottle of Jack. Yeah, or Whistle Pig, the Boss Hog or something like that where you're right. just blown away. Absolutely. These are all very pleasant, very smooth. All right, we will conduct the... National Cigar Litation Ceremony around the corner as we celebrate Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers on today's edition of The Cigar Dave Show. If you miss any of the general show, you can catch up anytime with The Cigar Dave mobile app. Presented by Diamond Crown. Listen to the most recent show simply by opening the app with our continuous replay. Or you can download a podcast of a past show. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store to get it. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. The brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now either to the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store, search for Cigar Dave and download our brand-new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available, Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app.
with an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Well, I'll have to tell Sergeant Steve that... Oh, no, there's the La Cucaracha. I was going to say, it sounded like I was in the Caribbean there for a second. First, it sounded like I was in the jungles of either South America or uh, somewhere in Africa on the African continent with those drums. Then it went into a Caribbean-style tune, and now we've got La Cucaracha and some other assorted Mexican music as we conduct the National Cigar Litation Ceremony. Now, for today's cigar, I've got to do something that is appropriate for Cinco de Mayo celebratory maneuvers, so I have pulled out the one of the December 2016 Officers Club selection of cigars, and that is the Casa Torrent 1901. That was our December 2016 selection. Casa Torrent, made by the Torrent family, Alberto and Alejandro Torrent. Phenomenal cigars. They are amongst the premier growers of cigar tobacco leaf in the world. They're San Andrean Maron wrapper is without question amongst the most popular, most sought after Maduro wrappers in the world. Extremely popular. Tommy D, I know you love the, the Maron wrapper. Outstanding. Now, the Casa Torrent Siri 1901 was created to represent the best of the Torrent's great quality of tobaccos. Very intense, complex, very balanced, very smooth. Nice warm nuts of, I'd say, cocoa, little sweetness. This Marone wrapper is just phenomenal. It's a San Andrean Marone wrapper, Cuban seed criollo for the binder and filler. Suggested retail is going to be somewhere in the, I think, what is it, seven and a half dollars, something like that. Let me take a look here. Nine fifty. Okay, so uh, Tommy D, but a very, very good cigar. Can't beat it. This is the Toro, six uh, inches in length with a 52 ring gauge. And it's interesting because it's got not a square pressed, it's almost an avulado. has almost an oval press to it, but very nice in the hand. Beautiful gold band with burgundy embossed with Casa Torrent. Great cigar, can't go wrong. They also have their Casa Torrent Series 1942 and the 1973 that they launched last summer. Different flavor complexions, but I'll tell you, the Casa Torrent... Siri 1901, a beautiful stick, medium embodied, going to go great with all the tequilas and tequila libations we will be enjoying for the rest of the show. Cigar altering and highly sharpened leaf exposing device. Well, I've got uh, a chain of cutting devices <laughs> that I took from the counter here at Davidoff. By the way, Tommy, this is great. You got, let's see, one. A guillotine, two guillotines. You've got a little wedge cutter, a bullet cutter, all on a. Uh, it's you know what's amazing on this thing is that when you go to a bank for the pen, they've got the chain. <laughs> You've got about a 75-foot bank chain on this, so it goes right back to the front counter so nobody steals this thing. We're, but I've actually got a cigar scissors, which is a very elegant way of cutting the cigar. We're going to put a cinder block on it. You should. <laughs> a lead brick. But this will work. And uh, love the little clangle on there. Oh, I'll yeah. tell you what, Sounds you may, good. You know, I think I may have to get one of these where I've got, you know, 28 different types of cutting devices from the Cigar Dave R&D Labs. But I'm going to use these cigar scissors. Very, very elegant way and precise way of cutting your cigar. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. Well, from the Cigar Dave Signature R&D Laboratories, we call this... Blowtorch. The, no, this isn't a blowtorch. We call this the Smith & Wesson because it looks like a big gun. It almost feels like a nice handgun. 
Oops, sorry, we're not allowed to say that. We're going to offend someone. Too bad. This has got a giant flame, very nice. This comes out about four or five inches, deep orange. And when you've got a lot of orange, that means it's a very hot flame, gigantic tank. Again, just given to me from the, the guys in the white coats, the lab coats that have the pocket <laughs> protectors. That's all they do is come up with lightation devices 24-7. It's their livelihood. It's their life. I can't blame them. They want to serve me. What's wrong with that? So that's what I would use today. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. All right. Listen to that crispy, not too crispy, but just that nice cut right off the top. Perfect. I'm going to toast the foot of this cigar again, the flame on this Smith & Wesson. I mean, this thing is jumping about four or five inches. You've got to be very careful. We're going to toast the foot. I'm going to puff and rotate. Mmm. Oh, yeah. Great draw. Great flavor. Mmm. Mm. Nice, even amber glow. Perfect way to end our number one of Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers. Our number two is around the corner. We're going to get, we're going to start off with the ultimate general tequila concoction. And then we are going to really sample some incredible tequilas from Huradura. We've also got this one from, where's this one from, Tommy? It's Tears of Alonia, T1 tequila. Te uh, Tears of Loronia. Loronia. Very good. So we've got a big lineup as we celebrate Cinco de Mayo coming up next Friday. Tequila tasting maneuvers. Hour two of the Cigar Dave Show is next. The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown as you begin the show with the General. Cigar Dave. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. We never need an excuse as alpha males who enjoy the alpha male good life to celebrate, to party, to enjoy ourselves. We don't need permission. We don't need to apologize. And for Cinco de Mayo, the 5th of May, big celebration on the Mexican battle, winning the Battle of Puebla over the French. We are conducting tequila tasting maneuvers and tequila libation tasting maneuvers. We have told you in the first hour everything you need to know about tequila, the types of tequila, the origins of tequila. And now we get into the fun part where we really get to sample a plethora of great tequilas and great cocktails and libations as we celebrate Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers front and center today on the Cigar Dave Show. And as always, I welcome you back our number two of the Cigar Dave Show, America's Alpha Male, 
Correction, I don't know why I keep saying it. I'm the global alpha male and the global five-star general from Command Center Alpha today at the Davidoff of Geneva Store and Lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa. Thank you to our host as always, Tommy Diadio. Tommy D, the general manager as well as vice president of spirit procurement for Davidoff as well as the Corona Cigar Stores in Orlando. Yes, I am. I, work uh, I know you are. That's yeah. why I gave you that. That's why yeah. I said that. It's a hard job, but somebody has to do it. I usually work hands-on with Angel Benitez. You do, Angel, and uh, it's actually it, most of the time when I come in, you're kind of staggering a little bit from all the libations <laughs> that you're you're tasting. And I, I'll tell you, the, the, I love coming in here. As you know, that the Davidoff uh, Store and Lounge is only about 30 seconds from my uh, clandestine command center, Alpha office and studios. So I get here a lot, and when I walk in, I love when you've got about 12 bottles of various spirits because I know I'm going to be able to sample some of those. Some are good, some are better than others, some are outstanding, but it's a tough job, Tommy, but yes. someone's got to do it. Yes. You, get, you, you, you take got, one for the team. Yes, you do. You have to try it to, to know what you're selling. That is true. And there's all, I think today, just like in cigars, there are more, there's the, the, the standards that are always out there, but there are more unique expressions and brands coming out than ever before. I always tell people to try the not advertised brands. They're usually better than the ones that people pound in your head. So the smaller brands. Those are the cash cows. Yes. They, they are much better spirits yeah. out there. But I will tell you this. I love Gentleman Jack, mm -hmm. and that's a brand that's been around for a long time. And there are many spirits that are out there that are still great. But just like cigars, you want to try the you, you want to enjoy the oldies but, and good, but goodies, but you still want to try something new and experience new things. You know, one of my favorites now, I brought it in from Main Craft Distilling. Yes. When I was up there, I got some great spirits. I love their their main uh, whiskey that they created. We've got St. Augustine Distillery, mm -hmm. their double uh, double oak bourbon, bourbon off yeah. the charts. So there are a lot of great bourbons and spirits. And today we're going to be sampling some incredible tequilas. And Tommy, I know you've gone out and acquired some great tequilas for us to sample as well in this hour. Yes, I have. Outstanding. Now, we also have a newbie joining us. We're Relative virgin here to the Cigar Dave Show microphones, mixologist Carly, the tequila brand champion for Brown Foreman in the state of Florida. Our mixologist, Carly, welcome once again. Thank you for having me. So far, we've been easy with you. You have, you have, so I'm, I'm ready for round two. <laughs> oh, it gets a little tougher in round two. It's a little more stressful. And then we've got, uh, as always, Samadier Dave Cavanis. Samadier Dave, as always, you've come prepared. Now, General, now, now, yes, see, I St. Patty's Day, you've got... You know the green, the green cap, and the green cummerbund for New Year's Eve. Our New Year's uh, uh, sparkling wine and champagne tasting show. Tux. You come with a tux. Yes. Today you came with a shrunken sombrero. It looks like See, a sombrero General, that should be on a mouse. My head is always swelling because I think I'm <laughs> such a great salesman. <laughs> Outstanding. So we will uh, enjoy some great tequilas and libations. Before we do, I do want to get into one story that I think is so appropriate that came across me like a two-by-four this week. Now, over the last number of weeks, we've talked about these very hot teachers that have had sexual liaison pleasure maneuvers with their underage students. And my answer, my response has been, why didn't I have teachers that looked that hot when I was in high school? Why? No, my teachers, they were 30. They looked like they were 300. I kid you not. Something about the teacher's bag. I'll never forget. One of my teachers 
had uh, you know passed away, and my mother told me. She said, you know, so and Mrs. So and So passed away. I'm like, oh my God, she must have been what, like 168? She's like, no, she was like 63. And I go, what? She was only like 28 when she was my teacher. She looked like she was about 68 back then. But it is incredible. The 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 teachers today are far hotter than they were way back when I was going to school. Well, we have had numerous stories. We had one that really was close and dear to my heart, really warmed my heart. Two teachers that had a threesome with one of their students. Oh, I think it was the math goodness. teacher and the English oh. teacher. There we go. And, of course, I, I received some email from one gentleman who said, I wouldn't let you near my child. And I'm like, well, uh, you know, sorry, I don't, that's not my thing. But if you are 16 or 17, year old, 17 years old, you're a young adolescent male, and you see a hot teacher in her 20s or 30s, you're going to take a crack at that. Sure. You're going to take a pop at that. There's no question about it. And trust me, that kid is not going to be scarred for life. He is going to have the best impression. He's going to walk around for the rest of his life smiling, saying, those were the good old days. That was great. Oh, yeah. my God. Enjoying pleasure maneuvers with Miss Pasternak. Those were the good old days. Well, we've got a very very scandalous story coming out of France. As you know, there was the first round of the presidential election in France last week, and one of the two candidates who is going to the runoff, along with Marine Le Pen, is uh, Emmanuel Macron. Well, he's married. Emmanuel Macron is 39. Or correction. Yes, he's 39. He is married to Brigitte Trogneau, who is 63, 25 years his senior. But wait, as Ron Popeil would say, there's more. They met when she was his drama teacher when he was 15 and she was 39. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so, there are pictures now that have come out. I'm looking at an article from the Daily Mail. This is when he was 15, kissing the 40-year-old or 16 on the cheek. That was wow. all. And supposedly they didn't consume sexual liaison maneuvers, conduct until he was 18. Sure. <laughs> she was married, three kids. And uh, afterward, he was, she was just enamored with him. And back, uh, let's see, I believe it was in 2000. Wait, I want to find this here. Uh, they started, she moved to Paris, ends up getting divorced. They get married. She is now, he's 39, she is 63, and I got to tell you, she looks every bit of it. If you take a look here, I mean, she, I mean, in her day, she was probably attractive, but she's looking a little up there now. And, you know, he's probably going to want a model change. She at 65, time to change models, swap them out. <laughs> and there they are on a hike together. And, and it's amazing because mixologist Carly's jaw has been dropping since I talked about <laughs> this story. There they are right there. I mean, there's definitely a mommy something kind of going on here. It's a little bit kind of weird. And uh, there she is again. Now she's got seven grandchildren. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, yes. <laughs> wow. 39, 63. She could be France's first lady. I hope not. I'm going for, I'm rooting for Marine Le Pen. But a 25-year age difference. But how scandalous is this? Not over there it's not scandalous. Well, that's what I was going to Europe. say. It's Europe. And see, the beautiful thing about Europe, even in France, You've seen many of the French presidents, they're married, but they have two, three, four mistresses. It's an acceptable way of life. It's a beautiful system over there. Where Now, I believe in the harem system over here. However, it's a beautiful system because, yes, you have the wife, but you've also got your various mistresses, and everything works out. There's a nice understanding. Mixologist Carly, pretty good system. Would you not agree? Sure. 
<laughs> Agree with the five star. Very I, smart. Good. Good. You're learning quickly. Sharp study. No question about it. Uh, but you got to admit, though, even though it may be acceptable in France, come on. How scandalous. Very he was scandalous. 15. She was, what, 39? And then they supposedly didn't start doing it, bada bing, bada boom, until he was 18. You believe, Samadhi Dave, do you believe that? I what the, they I'll waited till no they were for five hundred, Alex. <laughs> Three years. No, <laughs> I sorry, doubt that. I no. doubt it. What do you think, mixologist Carly? Uh, yeah, I, I doubt. No well. way. There's no, no way. way. But now, General Sergeant Steve, what do you think? No, he's nodding his head. Now, do you think that he was scarred for life because he was probably doing the <clears throat> sexual liaison maneuvers before he no. was age of eighteen? I'll yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> we'll all raise our hands nope. again. People are making a bigger deal. I think now is it different for? A woman and an older teacher, yes, but for a female teacher and a boy whose hormones are raging, testosterone flowing through his brains, I don't think it's that big of a deal, really. Now, if it's 14, well, hell, you know what? If I was well, maybe 15, I think it's probably the cutoff. But come on, Tommy, if you had a hot, did you have any hot teachers in school? Not many. Not a one. No. Samadhi Dave? I went to a Catholic school. I had oh, nuns. you had some hot nuns, Samadhi Dave. So this conversation is totally over my Somebody, head. Dave, you can admit it. You had some fantasies about those nuns, didn't you? I, uh, yeah. <laughs> now talk about women that looked like they were like probably 30, looked like they were 150. <laughs> the, yeah. yeah. Nothing against nuns. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong yeah. with them, but uh, you know what's amazing? You, do, I remember when uh, my father, uh, surgeon at a number of Catholic hospitals in mm -hmm. the Western New York Theater of Operations, and you used to see nuns operating every department. Many were nurses, administrators. You don't really see them anymore. No, well, they don't have their habits. Not no, walk. exactly. They'll wear regular civilian clothes. But no, a lot of people don't get into being a nun, being a priest, doing that type of work anymore. So you're saying you never, world. you never got into a nun while you were in school? No, I did not. Okay, gotcha. All right, I'll say, well, clearly the possible future president, Emmanuel Mac Macron, got into his teacher when uh, he was 15 and she was 39. There's no doubt about it. Seven grand? She's, she's banging a grandmother. That's weird. That's weird. That's odd. Yes. Don't you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, geez, it's just, I don't know, something about that. He's 39. She's got seven grandchildren. Her grandchildren. Do you realize one of her grandchildren could be his yes, age? Correct. Yeah. Weird. Anyway. I don't know how I got on that tangent, but I saw it this but week, and did. I couldn't wait a week to talk about that. <laughs> so when we come back, I promise, we're going to get into some incredible Herodura tequilas. We're going to do the, uh, we'll start off with the ultimate general libation, which is in front of me now, as we celebrate Cinco de Mayo tasting maneuvers on this edition of the Cigar Dave Show. Why, why, why could I not have had hot teachers when I was in high school and my hormones were raging? Why? April selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is the Gurkha 125th Anniversary Cigar. This medium-bodied stick encompasses a very smooth and complex taste profile with flavorful notes of rich tobacco and subtle hints of sweet spice, vanilla, and chestnut. The Gurkha 125th Anniversary Edition Cigar is a perfect smoke for any occasion. It's easy to join the Officers Club to have these cigars shipped directly to you. Just log on to CigarDave.com. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. 
Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store, search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime, any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. Cue the Mariachi Band. It's Cinco de Mayo Tequila Tasting Maneuvers on the Cigar Dave Show. All right. It is time for us now to sample, along with Sommelier Dave, mixologist Carly, Tommy D, as we come to you front and center from the Davidoff Store and Lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa. Time to sample our first libation, and it is called the Ultimate General Mixologist Carly. I thank you for creating a libation in honor of me. Yes, she worked very hard for you, General. Um, As she should. So this is the Ultimate General. It's three ounces of the Heritor Ultra, two ounces of Chambord raspberry liqueur, a dash of bitters, a dash of uh, lime juice, and a splash of club soda. Should there be a splash of testosterone in here as well? <laughs> you have plenty. I have plenty to go around. <laughs> okay. Through osmosis. Coming and I'll take a splash of confidence in here as well, too, please. Exactly. All right, so we'll say cheers. This is the Ultimate General. It's got a... Uh, Definitely has a brownish purple, well, that's reddish purple from a rosado the color. That's yeah, from there the you Chambord. go. A little sweet for me, but not bad. Yeah. So for the average consumer, like you said with margaritas and that, yeah, over ice, <laughs> they'll have three or four of these down before they know they oh, have yeah. one. Yeah, that's sweet. I mean, that is that is sweet. That's Chambord. There is no question about that. All right, so let's move into Herradura. We tried the El Himador in hour one. A moderately priced brand, but you said that is the number one selling blue agave in Mexico itself. Correct. <coughs> Tell us about Herradura. So before I jump into that, I want to share the difference between 
um, El Himidor and Herradura. So it's it all starts with how they cook or not cook the agave. So with El Himidor, um, they actually start by taking the piña and crushing it with a dis, uh, diffuser to get the juice. But with Herradura, they take those piñas and put them in a clay oven and let them cook for 26 hours. Um, and from there, they get the juice from those piñas and then send it to the fermentation process. So everything after that is the same. So it's still four days of fermentation using the natural born yeast from the um, estate um, that comes from the 16 to 18 trees that we have there. Um, so it's still open bat fermentation for both brands, but it starts with just the fact that El Jimidor does not cook the pina at first and Herodor does. What does that do by cooking the pina? So cooking it just really like lets the juices come out of the. So it comes out naturally, yes. longer process. Yes. So it's like squeezing a, a an orange with your hand versus using a press. So with the humidor, they're using a diff, uh, diffuser to kind of press and crush all of the citrus or the citrus, the agaves, and then with Herradura, they're cooking it and letting it kind of simmer, and then from there, they're kind of gently squeezing. It's harsher. Usually, the way, yep. not that alhimbiter is harsh, but that way is harsher juice. Slower process. Right. It's more softer juice yeah. the second way. And by the way, I, I, you know, you're talking about like taking a citrus. Mm -hmm. I make fresh lemonade, but I bought my new Black & Decker <laughs> little citrus motorized juicer, and it yeah. is beautiful. I mean, it sucks everything out of there. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's far better. But when you talk about baking it, I would assume just like cigars, when you ferment the the wrapper, you put them in big bolts, you let the heat do the work, let time do its thing. It's far different than if you bake those in, in ovens, which is during the boom what a lot of, not all, but some manufacturers did to really heat them up to process right. the wrapper quickly. So very interesting. So Herradura, how old is the brand? So the whole brand actually started, I can give you a quick little story. Um, with the legend of Aurelio Lopez. He was out in his agave fields. Um, he was a humidor, so he was checking his fields and saw a little glimmer of silver in the ground. So he thought he actually struck gold, so he ran over to see what he had what he had found, but it was actually just a horseshoe that was laying in the sunlight that had just caught the sun right at the right angle. Um, but instead of being disappointed that he didn't find you know, some, some money, um, he knew that that was actually good fortune because Herder actually means horseshoe, and this horseshoe would bring good fortune onto him and his family. So he ended up building his distillery right there on the grounds of um, the agave fields that he found the um, horseshoe, and that was started in 1870. So since 1870, we've been officially um, named Casa Herradura and have been distilling tequila ever since. All right, first up is the Herradura Blanco, again, unaged. So Herradura Blanco is actually aged for 45 days. But oh, industry, it is. Industry standards don't require an aging period. Uh, but you can, you can uh, age it up to 60 days. Yes. Well, like so, 59 days. Right. So the El Himidor uh, Blanco, not unaged, this is 45 days. This now, one's 45 days. Not as, I'm not getting as sweet no of an aroma. Yep. Right. Not the citrus on the nose. No. So we will say cheers. Very nice. Yeah. Different, different complexion. Yep. Yeah. Not as sweet. It's a from the, drier. the oak barrels yeah. that yeah. they're aged in. And taste, it, do you taste the agave mm -hmm. in this? Yeah. Definitely. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Suggest a retail for this bottle. You're looking at something in the neighborhood of about $38. 38 bucks. Okay, yeah. so definitely about, uh, 
mm, about 60%, 70% yeah. more than the El, El Himidor. Yes. Next, we go to the Reposado. Yep. And Reposado actually means rested. And this one is rested for 11 months, which is actually nine months longer than the two-month required by industry standards. Okay. So cheers. Again, not much on the nose. This one mm. has a little bit more of a spice taste to it. It does, and not as peppery nope. as the El Himidor. And this is aged close to the El Himidor Añejo. Yes, correct. So this has a very similar, uh, you can taste some wood, but not as uh, not as peppery, not as spicy. No. Yes. Very, very nice. Suggest a retail on this? About $41. Okay, 41 compared to what did we say, 35? Yeah, 38. 38 and, to the other. And Heritor actually created the Reposado category, which is really cool. Um, that was in 1974. Right. So they started the whole category for Reposado. Outstanding. So we're still going to sample the Heridura Añejo and their Ultra, which is what we will talk about. Can't wait for that. And then, Tommy D., you've got a huge selection of tequilas that we'll be enjoying as well. And we've got a few more libations as we celebrate Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers front and center on the Cigar Dave Show. The General is always on Twitter, delivering breaking news, giving you the latest intel on cigars, and battling the enemies of pleasure. Chat with the General now at Cigar Dave Show. The April 2017 Officers Club selection is the Gurkha 125th Anniversary Cigar. It is a fantastic cigar with loads of richness, loads of taste, loads of boldness. It features an oily Cubra Brazilian Habano wrapper accompanied by an Ecuadorian Habano binder and a complex combination of Nicaraguan, Brazilian, Dominican fillers. It is medium to full-bodied, smooth, nice hints of spice and vanilla, just a wonderful cigar. Now, if you are not a member of my Officers Club, what the hell are you waiting for? Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and join. Get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars every single month, $22.95 shipped to you. We've got all sorts of brands and flavor profiles this month, the April 2017 selection. A winner, the Gurkha 125th anniversary. CigarDave.com slash Officers Club. Join now. Helping you prepare the perfect Cinco de Mayo celebration. It's tequila tasting maneuvers on the Cigar Dave Show. Senor Cigar Dave, front and center, enjoying our tequilas. And we have got a plethora of tequilas and tequila cocktails. We're still going to continue our vertical tasting of the Herradura. We've done the El Himidor Blanco Reposado Añejo. We have sampled the Herradura Blanco, the Herradura Reposado. And we've got the Añejo Ultra Suprema and Selección Reserva. And Tommy D, Tommy Diadio, the general manager of the Davidoff of Geneva Store and Lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa, as well as the VP of Spirit Procurement for all the Corona Cigar Stores in Orlando as well. You've brought uh, some T1. The bottles are incredible. Yeah, they're, they're made to look like a genie bottle. I loved, I, I, listen, who didn't love I Dream yeah, of Genie? And then the Tears of the is like in a cognac-style bottle. 
I love when the harem says, yes, master. Your wish is my command, master. Yes, master. It just it warms my heart. It really does. All right. And who didn't love uh, Jeannie? I mean, Jeannie on I Dream of Jeannie, Barbara Eden, she was phenomenal. Beautiful. To this day, she looks great, by Still the way. Still beautiful woman. She, she is. No question about it. All right. So, Samadier Dave, next up, we've got uh, the Haradura on Yeho. So... Añejo. Sample, please. The añejo, yeah. which means aged. It does. And this one is aged for... Go ahead. Oh, nothing. I'm just coming back into the fold here. <laughs> where, where the hell did you go? Well, I was putting together cocktails. Oh, libations. Excellent. Yes. And we're going to get to that. All right. Go ahead. Mixologist Carly, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. So this one is aged for 25 months. Um, it's over twice the Mexican government standard for um, an añejo. So it has to be at least a year. Yes. But less than three. Correct. Now, very neutral on the nose. Not a lot of, I'm not getting a lot of, I mean, a little bit of sweetness, but nothing major. A little toasted oak. Yeah, exactly. Some cacao. So let's say, cheers on that. Wow, that definitely has got yeah. a lot of wood. Flavor. Yes. Mm -hmm. A lot of flavor. Expansive. Some vanilla. Little bit of little, vanilla with some warming on the tongue. What did you think, Tommy? Yes. It definitely has some warming, and it's, you, can t you can taste the age in it. Yep. It's smooth. Very good. Mixologist Carly? Yeah, so this one, it has that smooth agave um, taste with yep. a little bit of orange, maybe some dried fruits, all yeah. from that fermentation process with the citrus, the citrus. Yep. So money, Dave? $47. Just pr uh, really nice price point for an Añejo. And it's amazing when you go, when you compare Añejo to Añejo, or Blanco to Blanco, you really can discern Correct. the differences. But very, very pleasant. Next up, the Herradura Ultra. That's what we used for your Ultimate General. That's right. So this is actually one of my absolute favorite expressions um, from Herradura. It's a blend of Añejo and the Extra Añejo, which is the Selección Suprema. We actually don't have that one with us today. Um, but it blends the two together. And then from there, they um, filter it through activated charcoal, which then strips the color. I that's was going to ask. Yep. This looks like a Blanco. Yes. So it's the color that's gained from sitting in the barrels for so long is stripped from the activated charcoal. Ah, they use the same method that Jack Daniels uses <laughs> in Lynchburg, Tennessee. <laughs> See, mm -hmm. the Brown Foreman connection yes. is coming through. So they strip the color because I was thrown when you told me this was a combination between an Añejo and what was the other? And the extra Añejo. Extra Añejo. Yep. I'm like, wait a minute. This looks like a Blanco to me. And that process also kind of takes out some of those wood and oak flavors. Yeah. So it leaves more of like a fruit, citrus. Yeah, the aroma is very sweet, very, mm -hmm. very fruity. Yes. Let me say, oops, that's better. Cheers. I don't know if chocolate's a biponent. You know, wow. in, in your notes, but I got yeah. chocolate yeah. on that. Yeah, it's a great. Um, well, the Selection Suprema is almost like a dessert tequila. Yes. So mm -hmm. that yep. those flavors from the extra añejo travel. A little over licorice, I'm getting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cocoa, sure. Yeah, cocoa, licorice. And again, the whole thing throws me off because it's clear. It looks like a blanco, yeah. yep. but it's an añejo, an extra añejo yeah. that's filtered. So it's um, considered a Cristalino, which actually isn't a recognized category yet, but Herradura is working with some other distilleries to create the Cristalino category. So like I was saying, um, this is a company of first, so they created the Reposado category. They even created the Extra Añejo category, and they're working on creating the Cristalino category. Well, I nice. recognize it, so they're done. <laughs> $90. No, oh, wow. Big, yeah. big, big, big. Yeah. $90. 
Okay. Well, I'm definitely going to take that bottle with me. <laughs> $90. And again, the whole thing throws me because I'm looking at it. I'm saying, wait a minute. That's something white. is not right with here while she's saying it's Añejo and Extra mm -hmm. Añejo. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. And by filtering it out, again, you do lose some of that woodiness. Yes. Smooths it out so you really get the notes of the tequila. It's a Very, sipping tequila. Yes. It is definitely, oh, definitely a sipping tequila. No question. If you mix this with anything, forget it. Yeah. You've destroyed it. All right. Next up, we've got the Herradura. I believe this the, is the... We have the Directo. Directo. The Directo. Okay. The Directo. So this is okay. actually um, a small batch tequila. The, the next three that we're going to be tasting are from the Reserva line. Um, and it's Directo, so it's pulled direct from the... Um, sorry. Uh, directly from the... Uh, the agave. Here. The plant. <laughs> Uh, the the, the tequila is going to your I'll, head. Okay. I'll take, I'll, 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 take the, uh, I'll take the stainless steel tank for a hundred. Yes, there Thank we you. go. <laughs> I should have made it a thousand. Sorry. Yes. So it has still that really crisp flavor, very youthful. Um, it preserves the freshness because it's pulled straight from the still. From the, the still. still. Well, I, I'm, it's interesting. You can smell the alcohol. Yes. In this. You can yeah. definitely discern that, as opposed to the fruitiness. So we'll say, cheers. It's like a moonshine tequila. Yeah, definitely. Wow, it's definitely got youth some flavor on it. profile yeah. to that. Yeah. It's it's Lots a lot of heat. You know yeah. what? Mm -hmm. White lightning. Yeah. yeah, this is tequila lightning. Is what it is. Wow. For a hundred dollars a bottle, it should be. That's a hundred bucks a bottle. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, I'd pass on this. This is not to me. It's just not, not your flavor not my profile. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. To me, even as a sipping tequila, it's just a little bit too harsh. Yeah. It's not. I think it's for it. Somebody that really like it's got to have that acquired I'm taste. I'm not getting the agave. No, I'm not getting the agave. I'm not getting the the complexity on it. But very interesting. I'll take another sip here of the of the directo. And again, this is what? Does he take it right off the still? Yep, right, right off the still. Mm. Got the word. So it's like so. The, this is like white lightning. Yeah, it's like don't. the bourbon people. That's yes. what they do. They take yes. liquid you know right out. Just when you taste the corn, you can taste a lot of that <clears throat> the almost that same sweetness profile. But again, just very, just not complex enough for me. Yeah, it's for a discerning There's no customer. Question. Doesn't mean it's bad, just okay. means it's not Correct. for me. It's not yeah. you. All right, next up, we've got the Herradura Scotch Cask. This looks interesting. Yeah, so it's again from that same line, um, the Reserva 2016 line, um, super small batch of tequila. And what they do is they put it in a Scotch barrel um, to let it age. So it's still a Reposado tequila. Um, it just has those additional notes well, that the, it gains from the, the barrel. The scotch that Brown Foreman has acquired, which we sampled at the Alpha Pleasure Fest. Glendronic. The Glendronic was yeah. unbelievable. So I've got Wonderful. to assume they're yeah. using these scotch casts. So tell me one more time. This is, is this a, initially a Blanco that they take and put in the scotch cask? It's a Reposado. A Reposado. Yes. So they take a Reposado and then put it in the, in the cask? Or, Correct. Okay. Yep, they put it then in the scotch barrels. So it, it is a full Reposado first. Correct. Aged at least, uh, what, two months to a year? 11 months. 11 is months. The yeah, this Got is it. 11, but you're right, two months to a year in between there. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm getting the scotch on that one. Yep. Probably, get, mm -hmm. probably getting a sherry cask, probably. Mm. I don't know which be. one this I is. I taste a little sweetness, a little too, but I get the sweetness peat. on there. Little to Dave's peatiness. point, yeah, yep. you get the peatiness. Mm. Very nice. That is delicious. Yeah. Wow, that's for somebody that likes tequila and yeah. likes scotch. Yeah. But again, complimentary. One doesn't overpower the other. Suggested exactly. retail. $100. That's worth it. That is definitely worth it. I would take that 
over the direct ONE day. That's very, very complex. And then the last from Herod, uh, Herodero is the Reposado port cast. Yes, this is going to be interesting. Now, so also a Reposado? Yes. Correct. It's the same process as the other one. Um, they take the Reposado, it's aged for 11 months in the oak barrel, and then they finish it off in the port cask for another two months. Um, so just the different barrel for those two months. Okay. Gives it a completely different flavor Great aroma. Profile. Oh, that is smooth. Yeah, wow. That, that, you yeah. definitely get that the sherry sweetness. The, port, the, the, the grapes. softens the ends. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That is a winner, five-star winner. Mm. You can really enjoy yes. that oh. with, with a nice cigar. That is smooth. There's what no bite, no What would you suggest no is a cigar with that? I would say something on the mild to medium yes. category. Davidoff I would say, Tampa. Yeah, Davidoff Tampa, the Connecticut Shade, Romeo Reserva Real, Rocky Patel, yep. Vintage 99. The Padron, yeah. uh, I would say. Uh, the Damaso. Yeah, uh, 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 yeah, and the other one I would suggest, believe it or not, would be a 1964 anniversary Maduro. Mm. I think that would go very nicely. Even though it's a little bit fuller, I think this would complement it very nicely. But Connecticut Shade, for sure. Just trying to think um, what else I would probably pair with it. Um, mm, you know what? I would say a Perdomo uh, Champagne as well, mm. I think, would go nicely. Can't go wrong. This tasted very well. This is going down real smooth. <clears throat> mm. Wow. Okay. Suggested retail. Uh, same. Hundred dollars. They're all. I'm gonna take price. the Scotch cast and port cast yeah, with so me. Those, I'm taking those. Those. Those are. Good. We'll flip for it. <laughs> oh, you can have those. Are good. Those are better than the first one. <laughs> those are very very good. All right. Next up, let us do the. Uh, you want to do a cocktail? Let's do a libation. We... Then we'll take a timeout. Yeah. Let's do the general's mule. mule. You got the Moscow mule, but. We don't do anything with Moscovia or mm -hmm. Vladimir Putin. We do not. I don't want to be accused by Democrats of colluding with enemy. By the way, I should also admit that I watched some episodes in my youth of uh, Boris and Natasha on Bullwinkle. Yes. So I could be known as cavorting with the enemy because I believe Natasha was a Russian agent, yes? So there you go. All right. Now, this is the General's Mule. What's in this, Samadier Dave? I'm going to have Carly talk about it. Okay. So it's two ounces of the Heredera Colección um, Reserva. Um, with Which I don't think we, we sampled. Uh, I might, uh, uh, it's really the silver. Oh, of the, the silver. Oh, the yeah. silver we used. Okay, got it. Um, and then it is uh, bitters and some lime. All right. Some, Super uh, simple. Ginger beer as well. Okay. And ginger. Oh, and ginger beer. Whoops. We'll say cheers. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, refreshing. Mmm, very. By the pool, but you got to limit yourself to one. Yes. <laughs> a lot of ice, one. You go more than one, you are toast. No doubt of this is fantastic. <laughs> and by the way, all the pictures and tasting notes will be at cigardave.com as well as the recipes. We'll have that in a PDF that you can download. The General's Mule, my favorite so far because it's not as sweet as the Ultimate General. But it's cool and refreshing. Yes. Very, very nice. Almost like a nice, cool lemonade. All right. So we are going to, we come back, we still have some T1 tequilas that we'll be enjoying. And we're going to close it off with the tears of Yorona. Mm -hmm. Cannot wait for that. Tommy D has secured that. And then we'll also wrap it up with a classic margarita. If we have time, a Texas two-step and a tequila teeny. The final and concluding segment of this Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuver edition of the Cigar Dave Show is next. 
Download the Cigar Dave mobile app for Android, Kindle, and iOS so you can listen to the general anytime, anywhere. The Cigar Dave mobile app is presented by Diamond Crown. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store today. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Now, who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet yeah, costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. If you miss some of today's festivities, download the podcasts anytime through iTunes. Search Cigar Dave Show. Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers continue on the Cigar Dave Show. All right, final concluding segment, and we are rejoined by Tommy Diadio. Tommy D, the general manager of the Davidoff of Geneva Store and Lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa, where we originate from today, as well as the VP of Spirit Procurement for all of Corona Cigars and Davidoff here in Tampa. We have got mixologist Carly, as well as sommelier Dave Cavanis. So, next up, Tommy, you are going to tell us about a very unique-looking tequila called the T1. The bottles look like the I Dream of Genie bottles. Yes, they do. Uh, actually, German, uh, German Gonzalez, one of my customers, he came in here and he pitched me his tequilas. And I tried him, so he's a local, you know, Tampa guy. He keeps coming to Tampa, but he's trying to get this brand national. And um, 
I chased him. I fell in love with him. Beautiful looking package. Yes. I've got to tell you. Yeah. He, make, right, so, so he makes five, uh, six tequilas. He makes. All right, and we're going to be sampling the Blanco Selecto, which is an 86 proof Selecto. tequila. Okay. So it's still still that a higher proof tequila, which I use this as a, to me, a sipping tequila. It's one of my favorite uh, silvers, as you are Blancos. All right. Say cheers. Beautiful aroma on the nose. Wow, it's got a little yeah. bit of uh, warmph on yeah. the way back. Definitely a little little stronger. You taste the agave as well. You do. I was just going to say that you yeah. taste a lot of the blue agave, yes. which and is what I like. Correct. Right. Lager for. Yep. And that's what that Mexicans usually profile. like, and Americans have gone to sweeter tequilas, and that's what right. I don't like. Well, to me, that El Himidor Blanco is still very pleasant. Mm, yeah. You get enough of that blue agave, but it's just very, very smooth. But this has more warmth going yes. down. No question about it. Next up, we're going to do the T1. Añejo, as well as the extra Añejo, to, to look at the comparisons. Because, again, the Añejo is aged from two months, what do we say, a one year to three years. To three years. Yeah, this yes. one's actually aged two years, and this is just uh, 80 proof, this one is. The retail on the first one's 35. This one is uh, 45 hours. All right. Say That's cheers. not bad at all. This another one has good flavor profile. Yeah. Wow. That's that's the sweetness out of it. Yeah, you really get a lot of that oakiness, that yeah. charred oakiness yeah. off the yeah. barrel. This is very similar to me to a bourbon. Correct. I'm finding this to be a very, very good comparison to. I mean, if you gave this to somebody, tell them it was a bourbon, they wouldn't they'd have a the tough time yeah. telling you, disputing that it wasn't. Yes. All right. Next up. Now this is so. This is the añejo. añejo. Again, two years. Now the extra añejo. This will be very interesting. This it's is the same tequila, right. but 84 proof in three and a half years. Three and a half. So we're going from two years to three and a half years. And he's doing a retail on 75 on this one. Okay. It's not bad so at all. Cheers. A lot of. Yes. Things going on with you that. Oh, yeah. More agave, yeah. yeah. I'll tell you, you put this in front of someone, <laughs> tell them it's a bourbon, they would have no clue. <laughs> but you definitely get some of that blue agave, a little of that sweetness. But here, it's amazing. Going from two years to three and a half, it's subtle, but you get much more of the wood Correct. char, a little bit of that wood spice. But very pleasant. But I'll tell you, to me, the Añejo, I think would do it. Yes. I like the Añejo. Suggested retail for the Añejo one more time and the extra Añejo. The extra Añejo was 75 The Añejo was 45 so. I'll tell you, for a $30 yeah. difference, I'm not seeing a right. lot of difference. Right. But to me, that Añejo, that T1, very, very nice. By the way, is this available across the country or just pretty he's much? He's trying to take a national, trying to get a bigger uh, supplier to pick them up. So he's, and it's Bur tough. Burns has it. Yeah, it's very, very difficult to launch a new brand. Yeah. And, and a good friend of ours, Tequila Jerry, had the Question line, very, very good line but very difficult to launch nationally. You almost have to do it on a regional basis and uh, get the word out. Now, next up is a very unique tequila. I'll let you talk about it, Tommy. Yeah, this is called the Tears of Lorona. Um, he tasted this with one of the Van Winkles, and uh, the Van Winkle family called it the Pappy Van Winkle Tequilas. There's an article about it. It's been a uh, cigar fiction article, Whiskey Advocate. This one's aged for five years. It's aged in a scotch, sherry, brandy, and a limousine oak barrel. And suggested retail on this is $270. It's Whoa. an extra Anejo. $270. Now, this looks like a Grolsch bottle. Yes. Grolsch beer, but it's a clear, translucent bottle. A lot of, uh, a lot of text on here in, in Spanish. Uh, but uh, it is the number three tiers of Loronia. 100% Agave Azul, extra Anejo, $270 a bottle. So let us, boy, the aroma on this. Very interesting. Trying to decipher it. Okay, it got almost has a woody mustiness, uh, mustiness to it. We'll say cheers. 
Oh, that's smooth. Not a lot of bite on there, not a lot of pepperiness, but you definitely can tell this is aged. Yeah. Wow. It's probably switching of all the barrels. Yeah. What do you think? I like it. It's good. Yeah, it was good. Nice and smooth. Yeah. And that's about the right price point. People yeah. don't realize to put stuff away in a barrel Correct. for years, it's going to cost. A lot of notes of maple, vanilla, yeah. cinnamon. Definitely get that cinnamon on the tongue. Mm -hmm. um, not a lot of citrus. But no. just a nice flow. This is beautiful. Sipping tequila. But if somebody puts this in a mixed drink, shame on them. Yes. Absolutely. You've got to drink this neat straight up. You cannot do this in a mixed no, drink. No, in a snifter. All right, next up. And that's, by the way, a great way to end our, our tequila tasting right there. But we have the classic margarita. What is a classic margarita, Sommelier Day? Classic margarita would be Blanco tequila, lime juice, and a shaker, ice, little salt rim. I didn't do the salt rim. But I know a lot of people have, don't have the opportunity to have a mixologist. There's a brand that is nationally, it's the number one selling mixer brand, Master of Mixes. I have their margarita mix. All well, you do is add the tequila, the mix, ice, out the door. And what's in that, what's in that mix? It's the lime juice. It's yeah. margarita mix. Lime juice. What else is there? Uh, or lime juice. That's it? Yeah. And he's a Davidoff customer. Yes, he is. Danny. Danny. We know Danny very Danny well. Danny Williams is uh, a local. He loves this lounge. Correct. He hangs out here a lot. And he's the Southeast Region Manager for Master Mix. Yeah. Uh, Danny says, hey, you know what? I'm going to send you some, because uh, we had him one at, at one of our after parties. Yeah. He says, I'm going to send you some uh, some of our mixes. I got a, my doorbell <laughs> rings. <laughs> There's like six cases yeah. of mixes that come in. I'm like, Danny, <laughs> like one bottle would have been fine. So we'll say cheers to that. Outstanding. Yeah. And again, <laughs> now I can see why. You drink this when it's hot, drink look out. I'll tell you what, another great Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers, the El Himidor, the Herradura, the T1, the Tears of Loronia. Outstanding. Tommy Diadio, General Manager of Davidoff, VP of uh, Spirit Procurement for Corona Cigars. Many thanks for the hospitality. Pleasure. want to thank mixologist Carly, tequila brand champion for uh, Brown Foreman State of Florida. Great having you on for the first time. Exactly. As always, Somalia Dave Cavanis. General Mike. A delight. Thanks to Sergeant Steve. Cigar Dave, the general saying, Mayor Humidor always be full. Mayor Cutter always be sharp. Mayor Ashby, extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio, always pleasure. Long live the Alpha. Make America great again. Enjoy Cinco de Mayo. Cha-cha-cha. <laughs>